Bonjour and welcome to the Africa Matters podcast. We are so excited to be here today for yet another episode of critical content on critical African issues by African youth. Now, if you are joining us, you have heard this disclaimer before that if you're looking for a podcast that talks about how Africa is the continent of despair, of no hope and of nothing to offer, then this, my friend, is not the right podcast for you. But if you are looking for a podcast that talks about African growth, innovation, and prosperity that is driven by young Africans, then this, my friend, is the podcast for you because we are the ones we have been waiting for. Now, my name is Farai Mubayo, and I'm your host, and I'm from the Engage Podcast Network, presenting to you the Africa Matters Podcast. Now, in today's episode of the Africa Matters Podcast, we're going to be unpacking education on our continent. And you would see the stats about our our continent that at present, Africa has a shortage of teachers. In fact, we are short with 17 million teachers to fulfill the SDGs by 2030. Now, this shortage is very counterproductive in a continent like Africa that has got such a huge youth population. Africa's youth boom is said to have over 230 million young people between 15 to 24. And if we do not have enough education, we don't have enough teachers and not enough skills development in this youth boom, then this will be an economic burden. And at Africa Matters, we want to change the reality at present. And so today we'll be unpacking education and how can we get more African youth to become educators, to become teachers, to become trainers and lecturers. Now, when answering that question today, we have an incredible guest, a very special guest. Her name is Ms. Tembingoma. She is an African educator. She is passionate about education and development. And she's actually the founder of the Young African Educators Network. Welcome, Tembi. Thank you so much, Farai, for having me. I'm really excited to be here to talk about something that is close to my heart. Fantastic. And we're excited to have you here. And thank you so much for making time. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. So before we get started, we're going to play a short game that we play with all of the guests on our show. And what we're going to do is we're going to need you to please give us three African countries, starting with, I think the other day we ended off on F. So starting with G, with H, and with an I. Uh, I'll say Ghana for G, mm-hmm. and for H and I, I don't think we have African countries that's there with H and I. That, listeners, is a true Pan-African. <laughs> you know the continent, girl. Absolutely. Thank you. Yay, you got it right. <laughs> I was a bit confused there for a second because I was like, wait, H, I? I'm like, I don't think we have any. <laughs> that is awesome. That's so awesome. So with that being said, Tembi, can you tell us about yourself and how did you end up in teaching and what is it that drives your passion for teaching? So I am a Pan-African educator. I love education. Um, I love people. I am very sensitive to the needs of the people around me and what drives my passion for education are those attributes. Um, I think that it's important for a child to have someone that believes in them so much that they have the courage to believe in themselves. Sure, that is fantastic. And tell me more about your journey in teaching. Like, What are the steps that led to you being the incredible teacher that you are today? To be honest, um, it wasn't really like my first choice to say, it's not like I knew 
that I was going to be an educator or a teacher. Um, what happened was uh, I became a teacher by accident, I would like to say, which was which became a beautiful accident. Um, you know, it, came, it was birthed from a lot of confusion, not knowing what to do. I remember at one point, I strongly believed that I was going to be a psychopharmacologist. And then um, I checked, there was a, a course happening, a Montessori course, and I was like, okay, let me go for it. And I remember being in class the first day that I was having that first lecture, I knew that this is exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've been in education. I've thought about ways on how we can transform education, especially education in Africa. Now, what is the role of a teacher in society? And should teachers be considered essential services? Um, I really think that teachers should be considered essential service. I think for all of us, if we are to look back, we have a teacher that has shaped our growth, that has shaped our thinking. And with that say, I would say that teachers are the backbone of our society. Mm. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. And you're so right that for each of us, there's a teacher that we remember. There's a teacher that shaped us to push us into a career. Can you tell us more about who that teacher was for you? Well, I have a lot of them. Uh, If I look back on my journey from preschool because I still remember my friends from preschool so I definitely remember I Auntie Margaret from preschool she was amazing she was this beautiful black woman with the afro and very confident and I remember I'd always look at her and be like wow Auntie Margaret is so amazing even the way she used to dress the way she used to talk she was just an amazing uh, teacher and in primary school there was this lady called Mrs. Ntemeli. She just really believed in me, even when I didn't believe in myself. Mm-hmm. She, I think I was in grade three. That's when the turn happened because she would always say to me, you know that you're capable of doing this. And I started pushing myself more because she believed in me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something that when I changed classes and I went to grade four, we had a different teacher altogether. Um, that confidence started um, kind of like diminishing because mm-hmm. I had a different teacher who wasn't really paying attention to to us in the sense of building our self-growth. It was mm-hmm. more on the grades than the actual person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's important that when we teach, we shouldn't just focus on the grades. It's a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Um, when we give children the tools to, um, say, believe in themselves, it goes a long way. The grades would just come naturally with a child when you strongly believe in a child. Sure. Yeah. That's fantastic. The word you used was a holistic approach Perch. to teaching. Yes. And we definitely need more of that. Now, we mentioned earlier on when we started this podcast that Africa has a shortage of 17 million teachers that we need to get to by 2030. Why do you think there are so few teachers on our continent? And how can we change this? We have so many few teachers on our continent, Farai, because it's not even an option that a lot of parents or even educators themselves talk about. It's been in schools at home. Um, the options that are normally there is, you, you know, you should become a doctor, you should become a lawyer, um, you should become an accountant. No one is encouraging the youth to say, 
this is a possible career choice and if you're passionate about it, and it's a career choice that is much needed on our continent mm-hmm. and around the world because like we said when you know when we started talking to say for every child and for every person there's someone that shaped your way of thinking mm-hmm. someone that you know literally shaped your future because mm-hmm. you are where you are now because someone believed in you and Absolutely. took the time to teach you so why are we not encouraging young people to say you can be a teacher and you know shape your community through education and empower another person to see themselves better and to become better so we need avenues that really encourage young people to consider teaching as a career choice mm. yeah and that's a perfect lead to my next question we highlighted that a lot of young people consider careers like accounting or medicine to go into but teaching is just as if not even more important in your own words how would you encourage young africans to to join teaching to become educators what words of encouragement would you give to young africans um i would say be around people who have the same passions as you um for instance uh, find networks um i'll also say you know find find networks that support your passions so that you have more information and understanding because um you know like going into a career path most of the times we choose it because it sounds good but we don't have an understanding so if you love kids you you know you're passionate about people and empowering people teaching is that avenue mm-hmm. and there are lots of educators around us even at the schools that these young people are they are teachers why not have that conversation and mm-hmm. say how can i also become a teacher one day so mm-hmm. i think that would be a starting point sure that's yeah. important to have conversations to learn from teachers that surround us and you you're right that we find what we're good at mm-hmm. and what we love and then link that to teaching it's super important mm-hmm. and now what is it that makes a good teacher this is my favorite question <laughs> um there's so many things that make a good teacher but i'd say it's important for a good teacher to have ability to reflect mm-hmm. your why why mm-hmm. are you a teacher in the first place is it for salary um is it to empower young people do you have a certain group of people you'd rather empower or are you there to empower everyone that you encounter so mm-hmm. you have to be very intentional mm-hmm. you have to be patient um and it's it's like planting a seed and literally having the privilege to watch it blossom sure. do you watch it blossom the same day when you plant a seed no it takes time you have to nurture it you have to water that plant for it to grow sure. so i think what makes a good teacher is be intentional mm-hmm. and um create opportunities for the people actually the children that you are teaching in the sense of like giving love mm-hmm. um seeing beyond invisible walls and say okay this is what society sees of you but i see more and i'm mm-hmm. going to tap into that more sure yeah sure. that is profound and you can just hear already by the way you talk that you are a great teacher an incredible one thank and, you you know when i one day um <laughs> will definitely contact you more than welcome to you <laughs> now my last question for you is what is your favorite part about your job 
when you wake up, you head to work, what is your favorite part? I love everything about my job. Everything. I literally look forward to my job um, to the extent that I plan my outfits on a Sunday. And I know, like, I, I plan how we're going to do school with the kids. And I think um, another favorite part has been to witness children grow into these amazing beings. And, you know, like, I... In my years of teaching, I have incorporated so many things in the sense of like positive affirmation, um, telling yourself who you are. It starts from a very young age. So I've loved that and I've loved to see children being able to do that without necessarily sitting down with them and saying, you're smart, you're kind. And them saying it to themselves, like, I am smart, I am kind. I'll tell you one story. Um, there's this little boy called Aiden. Because uh, we had just started, you know, with the affirmation and what because we would start our day with what are you grateful for, um, you know, and have the positive affirmation. So I was like, OK, they're little and these are toddlers, hey, <laughs> literally 18 months to three years old. So I'm like, OK, are they going to get the concept of gratitude and affirmation? And I'm like, you know what, Tempe, just do it anyway. <laughs> so um, then we would say, so we'd sit in a circle. I'd start with, you know, my affirmations or what I'm grateful for. And each child would have a turn. The day I realized that they get it was mm -hmm. the day when this little boy called Aiden said, I asked him, like, Aiden, what are you grateful for today? And he said to me, I am so grateful for my brother who's in my mommy's tummy. Mm. That for me that is so sweet. was a shift. I was like, wow, they get it. Mm. And every single day there was something different that would come from asking them, what are you grateful for today? It wasn't the same thing every day. There was something different. My cousins, I'm grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for my, my soccer ball that I got for my birthday. So... Uh, it's so important that we focus on the EQ as mm, well absolutely. as we build our kids. School is not just a place for academics. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying academics are not important, but it is a place for holistic growth because they spend mm -hmm. most of their times there. Absolutely. So why not make the most of it? Why not create human beings who are truly grateful for everything, who truly believe in themselves mm -hmm. and that helps them to then build their academic life as well. Sure. There is so much to take out of what you have said and to highlight for our listeners some of the, the important parts of what you said. Firstly, we need more teachers on our continent. There's no ifs or buts about it. For a continent with such a large youth population as ours, we seriously need more teachers. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage young Africans that if you have a passion for working with others, if you have a passion for inspiring others, go into teaching. It is an essential service, should be an essential service. And teachers play such a fundamental role in all of our lives. And I think to highlight for me, one of the most important things that you said was that as a teacher, you have this incredible opportunity to plant a seed and watch it blossom, mm -hmm. watch it grow. And, and as people go on to do incredible things in their career as a teacher, you sit back knowing that, hey, I influenced that child to be where they are today. And we need so much more of that. And so thank you, Timby, for sharing with us the importance of holistic education, the importance of, 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 of education in itself and the importance of 
young Africans venturing into this as a career path? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for this opportunity to talk about an issue that is pressing, especially education in Africa. And for young people out there listening, you're not making a bad decision. Um, it's a career path that is really fulfilling if you just follow your, your heart, follow your passion. It's never a waste when you empower another person. That is fantastic. I love that. It's never a waste to empower another person. We thank you, Ms. Tebingoma. For those of you interested or inspired by the conversation that we have had, follow Tembi and check out the Young African Educators Network. This is an incredible network where you'll be part of just young Africans passionate about education. What better way than to surround yourself with people who you can learn from and who share a common interest. That, our dear listeners, is our episode for today. We thank you once again for joining us as we unpack the importance of education in Africa and why we need more young people who are teachers, educators, trainers, and lecturers. Please do subscribe to the Africa Matters podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Give us a five-star review for this incredible content. Give our guest, Ms. Tembingoma, a five-star review as well and share the podcast with your friends. A very thank you to the Engage Podcast Network team for putting this all together and a big thank you to the Africa Matters podcast team. Remember, we are the ones we have been waiting for.